Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. The function of a rational healthcare system is not to make billions in profit for the insurance companies and the drug companies. The function of a rational healthcare system is to provide quality care for all in a cost-effective way, and that's what a Medicare for All program does. Of course, that was Senator Bernie Sanders speaking to a crowd in Detroit about why the U.S. must move to a single-payer Medicare for All health care system. Here in California, SB 562, or the Healthy California Act, was introduced as legislation back in February of this year. The legislation was comprehensive and thorough and moved swiftly to a yes vote in the California Senate. Shane, fast forward to June of this year when the bill was up for a vote in the state assembly. Faster than it had been approved in the Senate, the House Speaker Anthony Rendon tabled it indefinitely. Rendon, who's a Democrat, said the bill was woefully incomplete. So where does the bill stand now? Here with us is California Nurses Association legislative advocate Stephanie Robertson. Stephanie, thanks so much for being with us today. Hey, friends. Good to talk to you again. Thank you. So we talk a lot about SB 562, but for our listeners, can you give us just a short description of the bill, who introduced it, and how the California Nurses Association support it and support it currently? Sure. The primary goal of SB 562 is the Healthy California Act. It's to provide comprehensive, high-quality health care to all residents of California. And when we talk about a comprehensive approach, we're talking about a robust set of benefits that would include all essential health benefits, plus dental, vision, reproductive care, hospital stays, the gold standard of care. And not, you know, to those who can afford it, but for everyone. So in this method of healthcare delivery, there'd be no cost sharing, no deductibles, co-pays or premiums, no network restrictions or any other barriers to care that are rampant in this current system. So as you all know, Senator Lara out of L.A., Senator Atkins out of San Diego introduced it in January. Uh, CNA is the primary sponsor of the bill, and we have over 150 distinguished organizations, including various teachers and school employee groups, retired Americans, and most importantly, we have the people. We have over 6 million folks supporting us in this effort. So, Stephanie, we don't want to dwell on the past, but can you talk about House Speaker Anthony Rendon, what his reasoning is for tabling the bill, and what, if anything, motivated this Democrat to table a vote on the bill? Well, you know, when I think of describing Rendon, it's like I could tell you who Rendon is not, and he's not a leader. He is not being a leader on this issue. As you know, um, he's the Speaker of the Assembly, fifth largest economy of the world, California, and they're not taking leadership on, on this issue. Um, we think the reasons for Rendon shelving our bill, and if you look at it, it's really shelving democracy. It's because it's political. I mean, he said in his statements that the bill is woefully inadequate, as you have all said at the top of this conversation. And if that's the case, then why did it pass out of the Senate? That means out of rules committee in the Senate voted before a full policy committee, a fiscal committee, and then before the full body of the Senate. So to me and to CNA, it seems like the product was more than adequate enough. Uh, in addition, you know, our organization submitted and put forth 17 additional amendments ready before the Assembly Health Committee. And those amendments would have resolved and addressed any of the remaining concerns on this bill. But that in no way means that the bill was woefully inadequate. So we believe it's political. I mean, that coupled with, you know, him saying he wants to protect his members, meaning the moderate Democrats, including, you know, pharmaceutical interests, 
hospital interests and, and healthcare lobby, I, I would say it's very political. Yeah. And we say Rendon is playing politics with policy, and that's not good. Well, and Stephanie, as you know, there's a lot of myths about single payer or health care, Medicare for all and why it won't work. One of these myths is affordability. So can you speak a little bit to that, please? That's a really good you know, question, Shane. And that is what everybody touts as the elephant in the room. But we believe it's a total red herring and it's, it's pretty easy to explain. So uh, I can just chat quickly about how much we spend on health care now, which can put it into full perspective. So currently, the state spends about $370 billion on health care right now. That is 14% of California's gross domestic product right now. So when the Senate Appropriations Committee report came out and gave the fiscal report on 562, it basically said that the bill would cost 400 to about $404 billion. But the problem is there was no explanation about what we spend now and the savings that we would achieve with single payer. So in order to get everyone in the state of California covered without cost sharing, that's bringing the additional 2.7 million folks who don't have coverage now up to comprehensive care, 404. So we're not going from zero to 400 billion. We're basically going from 370 billion to about 400. But when we institute single payer, we will actually save currently in current spending we will bring the system back down to about $331 billion. Again, we currently spend 370 So bringing everybody up, every California resident up to comprehensive care, we would actually save the system about 10%, bringing current spending from 370 to about 331 We're cutting out insurance company waste uh, in the system. CEO pays are astronomical. Absolutely. So we would just get to the heart of, you know, bringing all of these funds. And again, 70% of healthcare dollars right now are public dollars. We funnel those dollars, put in a new tax structure uh, that was put forth by the study uh, by Amherst, uh, Dr. Poland, a distinguished economist, said you can get the rest of the money. We need to come up with about $106 billion in new taxes. We could do that through a payroll tax and a sales tax, or we could do a gross receipts tax and a sales tax, and we will get that money to the state of California, funnel those public funds that we already get now through Medicare and Medi-Cal, and we could save 10% in the current system. It's incredible. So, Stephanie, people want the single-payer health care, at least in our state they do. And according to a recent poll, 58% support the Healthy California Act, even after insurance industry claims and arguments against it. We've tackled some big issues in the state, right? I mean, they, they, they did the gas tax. We, we've done climate change, although I, you know, our organization believes we can do much better and have a much more robust approach to that. We're, we're tackling housing here in the next couple of weeks. We're about to end session here. What about health care? Why can't we tackle those issues? You know, we've got some of the biggest, brightest minds here in the state. So what is the problem? What is the barrier? You know, we've, um, as you guys probably know, uh, last week in Anaheim, they had the e-board meeting. Uh, California Democratic Party overwhelmingly supported single payer. So what you have here is a legislature, primarily Democratic uh, members of the legislature, and then you have the Democratic Party in the state saying they want single payer, but then you have the leader of the California Democrats, Anthony Rendon, stopping it. So that's a bifurcation um, within the party itself. So, you know, the people in the party want single payer, and then you've got the legislature stopping it. So absolutely, I would say it's moneyed interests that are stopping this thing. So, Stephanie, what's next for SB 562 and is support for the bill growing? The support for this bill is absolutely growing, even though the bill has been shelved and, you know, the, the speaker's calling for hearings on this issue. Uh, 
Brennan can't silence democracy. The grassroots will not go away. You know, we've got the A-Dimmers on our side, Bernie Kratz, Bernie Sanders, of course, is putting forth his bill. You've got folks supporting that, you know, in D.C. And hardworking Californians who are at the effect of this current system, which I would say is woefully inadequate. Um, and suffering won't go away. So we are going to be canvassing all these assembly districts. We're going to continue to knock on every door. Um, these legislators will hear from their constituents, and we will have town halls, and we're going to move this bill. If it's not 562, we can move something next year. The conversation will not end. Suffering will not end. And we're going to be right alongside of everyday Californians fighting this. You know, that's great. It, it brings up for me a bigger issue in the Democratic Party. And as we head into the 2018 elections, it's so key that we all get on the same page. It it breaks my heart that the Democrats have this opportunity, and I hope that we do not squander it in this next year. We need to be on the same page. So anything mm-hmm. else you'd like to share with our listeners, Stephanie? Well, I think it's what you had just said. You know, um, it seems as though that, you know, because of our efforts here in the state of California and CNA and all of our allies, single payer now is a litmus test for people running for office. So that's great. But Will you move the bill? Will you vote for it if it comes before you? Will governors sign the bill? Will the president sign a bill of this of this nature? You've got Kamala Harris coming out for um, single payer. You've got folks within the Democratic Party who are running for governor saying they're for single payer. That's great. But what will you do if that bill comes before you? Yeah. So absolutely. We all need to come together. Democratic Party supports it. But then you've got, you know, folks, again, and, and the legislature stopping it, mouthing that they're for single payer then we shouldn't stop progress. I agree. We all need to come together and be on the same side. Stephanie, thanks for all the work you're doing on behalf of all Californians. Anytime. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.